This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, hey, Steph. Hey, hey, Laura. Hey, hey, from Washington. Like, kind of missing you over here. I know. I'm glad you're coming home this weekend, though. <laughs> Me too. I feel like every, <laughs> everyone that listens us, to us is probably like, she's never on vacation in Washington. Like, this is just part of, like, what she does. She just goes yeah. there. <laughs> she just spends part of her time there and part of her time home. Yeah. So what are you drinking tonight for our I'm, episode stuff? I'm drinking a good glass of local Washington red wine. What about you? I am drinking a lemon drop. Ooh, my mom made me a lemon drop earlier, not going to lie. It was delicious. That was what inspired it. Is it Lemon it drops was... are so good. Like, my mouth is watering right now just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, and Jeff made me kind of a big one. Ooh. Because um, I like my, well, I like my lemon drops on the rocks. Even if I ever get one at a restaurant, I don't want it as a martini. I want it because, one, I don't like martini glasses because I'm, like, they a spill. shaky person, yeah. and I feel like they always spill, so I want it in a glass, and I want it on ice because I want it cold. Um, so yeah, he made me... I had a little bit of a rough day today, I'm not going to lie. You so did Jeff have a shitty me, day. So Jeff made me a nice cocktail for our episode. Jeff is... We keep saying this, Jeff's the winner. The people want Jeff on the podcast, <laughs> so eventually he needs to come on, but... Are you wanting to share about your shitty day? I mean, your day yeah. probably started out good because I, I talked mean, to you this morning. I talked. I actually talked to you on your way to work, and you were having I a great know. day. We did talk on the way to work. Yeah, it was just um, it was just an average day. Unfortunately, on the way home, I was hit by some guy on the freeway. Um, I'm totally okay. I'm a little sore. My car, for the most part, is okay. It's like really just like cosmetic damage for the most part like it doesn't seem like there's anything like serious just like some basic cleanup work his car not so much but it was funny when he handed me his insurance card it said that he also drove a tesla and i was like good thing you didn't hit me in your tesla (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so did you guys was it like the whole like police show up thing or did you guys just handle it on the side it was honestly yeah it was super quick we so it, I was like in the fast lane. So, and like immediately I get hit. I'm like sitting there. I hit on my hazard lights and I'm like, okay, I feel like he hit me really hard, but I don't see my like trunk like smashed up in my rear view mirror or anything. So I was like, I think I'm good. I'm not safe right now. It's like 5.15 after yes. work. Like. The freeway is jam-packed, so I was like, I need to try to get over and just pray 
He follows. He follows. Yes. So I put on my blinker. I start trying to, because I'm like, I don't want to get out of the car in the fast lane. No. So I start moving over and my car feels fine. And I'm like, okay, good. And I like look in my rear view mirror. I'm like, oh, his car does not look great, but it looks Like he can move it at least. Yeah. Yeah, Like I think it's not like there's any damage to his like tire. Like it just, it looked like it was pretty messed up, but he could drive it. And sure enough, he hits his blinker on and he starts following me and I'm like, oh, thank God. So yeah, we like literally pull over. Um, He sits in his car for a good like three, four minutes. He's on the phone and I'm um, in the meantime, just like piss. I call Jeff and then I'm like. I'm and he's just like freaking out and I'm like he's Aww. like don't get out of the car and I'm like no I'm fine like I'm already out of the car I'm like standing on the side of the freeway right now so he was still in to... his car while you're just standing there like waiting to talk to him yeah but I was like going through my car like getting all my information and stuff oh, okay. out and everything and so I had um so then he finally gets out he immediately apologizes and uh we and while we start exchanging information the um they're like the freeway. I don't know. They're just like these tow truck looking things that drive around on the freeway. They're like state workers, I think, or county workers. I don't even know. Yes. And they like, it's like a 511 phone number. Like, so if you had like, if you were like stalled on the side of a freeway, you could like call 511. They'll, they'll like pull like you just to the side or whatever. Yeah. And so like, he was just like, hey, are you guys okay? Do you guys need anything? Do you need me to call a CHP here? Like he was just pulled over, checked on us and everything. And then he's still, I guess he makes like, he doesn't like file a report, but he like makes note of our cars and what happened and stuff too. So yeah, the guy and I, we just exchanged info real quick and everything. He gave me all of his stuff. I took a bunch of pictures of his car and my car, and um, and I was on, I, like, immediately, I, like, pulled over right before an exit, and I was like, I'm not even driving home. I wasn't, like, where I'm not going to drive on the freeway anymore, but I was just like, I'm not in the mood. I'm taking side streets the rest of the way home. Seriously. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad you're okay. When you text me, like, freaked out for a hot minute, I was sitting outside with my parents and my sister, and I was like, Laura got in an accident! And everybody was like, what? And then I was like waiting for more information. I'm like, oh, thank God she's okay. But I'm like, that's just one of those things. Like, first of all, accidents are scary. Like they are, like it is going to make you like a little bit nervous. Like the next time you like get on the freeway or whatever, have to stop in that same situation. Yeah. I'm already a super, I was in a really bad car accident when I was 16. Um, and like, and I was driving alone and I had gotten hit by a big truck and threw me around on the freeway. So like ever since then, I'm always already like on edge. I like break super early. Like I'm just not, uh, I'm just already on edge when I drive on the freeway as it is. So I'm not going to love it for a while. Yes. (laughs) But But it's all, it's also just like, God, like you just worked all day. Like you want to just get home. Like you want to just like make, like you don't want to have somebody ram into the back of your car. And I had already left the office like 20 minutes early because I had had a headache. I was like, I just want to get out of here and get home. So I left work a little early, started heading home. And then this like, and now I'm like, cool, now I get to go home and call the insurance companies and deal with this. And and like, not only it's not only today, like this is like when you deal with insurance companies, it's going to be like a month's long thing of going oh, back yeah, and forth. Oh, yeah, because everybody was already, yeah, everybody's already out of the office and everything for the day. So it was a lot of just like talking to um, like the 24 hour hotlines and getting claim numbers and then leaving voicemails for other people. And then, so I already told my boss, like just an FYI tomorrow, I'm going to be like 
partially out of commission dealing with stuff too. So yeah, that's, I think that's the worst part of it is like, once you know, you're okay, like that, then it's like, okay, but even though I'm okay, this is still like cutting so many hours into my life. (laughs) Like, and it's time though. Like, you know how people always say like time is money. Like it, it is true. And like the amount of money or the amount of time that goes into like handling something like this is like, it is worth something. So it is frustrating like, nobody wants to be in an accident, obviously, yeah. but it's just, it just creates a, like, a, a month-long headache that, like, you never asked for, you know? Yep, pretty much. So, hence, I've been doing good at, like, not really drinking that much during the week, and today, I made an exception. <laughs> I think, I think you deserve this exception. On the flip yeah. side, I have been drinking, something about being in Yakima and, like, wine and beer country, it's like, regardless of what day of the week it is, we're like, the beer of today is this, the wine of today is this, the cocktail of the day is this. I'm like, I would never, like, just on my own living at home drink like this, but, you know, when sure. there's four of us in a house, we do, so it, it's a lot of fun. You guys are having fun, so it's yes. partial vacation for you. It is. Even if, you are, even if you are still working. but Yes, definitely. Oh, Stephanie, I listened to your favorite thing or your flavor of the week last week. I binged clickbait in two days. You binged it faster than I did. Laura got to a point where she te- she texted me and she was like, hey, FYI, I'm starting clickbait. I was like, ooh, you're going to love it. So good. Then she texted me and she's like, only have two episodes left. And I'm like, what? I only have two episodes left. I was like, I have to go finish this show right now. And you still finished before me, but I ended up finishing like 45 minutes after you because I was like, oh my God, she's going to finish before me. How freaking bingeable is that show? Yes. Like you said, it was like the acting was pretty bad. Um, But other (laughs) than that, it was like just couldn't stop watching. Whoever created that storyline, like, they should have held out a little bit longer and maybe got better actors, or who knows? Maybe it wouldn't have been as good of a show with, like, top star actors, you know? Yeah, like, because you know what? I feel like if it would have been top star actors, you would have judged it more. Because the acting was kind of lame, like, the cheesiness of the show and the parts that didn't seem as, like, you're like, okay, this is a little over the top. Like, it didn't even matter. Exactly. You know, like where I feel like Mayor of Easttown, which was a similar like whodunit type of show, because but with like they had like actors, they had such a bigger like cast and a higher production value. Like I feel like it was just you like kind of hold it to a higher standard, maybe. That's true. So I thought it was the perfect cheesy like crime thriller and, and like just long enough too. like you know how sometimes when shows drag out like you're like you could have finished two episodes ago or whatever like this was yep. like the just the perfect amount storyline and episode I think wasn't it six episodes or maybe seven six or seven um yeah, it was so good most, yeah, yeah if you guys I, have not watched that yet like I'm telling you like find a weekend like your next weekend where you're like we have no plans this weekend that sounds so nice like just hit play like you're welcome for yeah, that I got, recommendation. I, that was the fastest I have gotten through one. <laughs> Did then, you watch that one with Jeff or were you watching that one by yourself? I watched it by myself. Okay. I didn't want to wait. I just wanted to start getting through it. So. Just binge it and finish it. Yep. Okay, so I guess. did you, next question, did you start American Crime Story, the impeachment one? Yes. Okay, yes. I did too. What did so, you think of the first episode? I know. So the second episode is actually 
probably on as we're recording this right now, but Jeff and I did watch the first episode yesterday. We had like 15 minutes left because he had to leave to go record his podcast, but we finished it tonight while we were watching or while we were eating dinner. And um, I think you and I had kind of touched on it. You thought it had a little bit of a slow start, um, which I think it did, but I was immediately pretty sucked into it. I thought the ending got me very um, excited for it. I feel like a lot is because I mean I was I was young I mean I was like 12 years old when all of this is where like a lot of this is taking place currently but it's still memorable to me like a lot of it was is still in my memories but also so much I didn't know like the other girl um Jones is her last name I can't Paula Jones yeah I didn't I didn't know anything about her like that's something I didn't know anything about um so fun fact paula the girl who plays paula jones follows uh me on instagram really why (laughs) okay so like it's actually not that cool basically she was a ww ambassador really she was like you know how they had like um celebrity ambassadors like they had like sierra and like kate hudson is she a is she a celebrity? Who is that? I mean, girl? she is. So she she's in like a bunch of TV shows and like musicals and stuff. But she plays Paula Jones. Okay, in- I have to look her up because it, she has that big old fake nose and everything. So I don't recognize her. Yes, her so. name is her name is like Anna Lee. I have to look it up. It's going to drive me nuts. Anna Lee Ashford. Anna Lee Ashford. I don't even know that name, but I'm going to look it up. Um, that is so funny. I, yeah, so that, and, like, Linda Tripp, that was a name, like, I knew was involved with everything, like, all this stuff, but I don't know, I didn't know who she was and how, like, she plays into things, so, I don't know, I'm looking forward to it, I think, um, I think it should be good, it'll be, I think it should be, be good, too, I did, I know I did tell you, like, eh, it was a little bit of a slow start for me, and it was, like, you uh-huh. agreed with me, but yeah. I think, the, I think the hard thing is, like, when you know the full story, like, they're not going to release, like, never before. This isn't a documentary. They're not releasing never sure. before. So we know the whole story. It's just how they dramatize it. And there were certain things even in the first episode that I was like, man, I forgot about that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do think, like, this is a big enough story and a big enough thing that happened that, like, regardless of how they dramatize it, like, it's going to keep you captivated. Like, yes, just all the situations surrounding. So... I'm excited to keep watching. I do know that the second episode was released tonight, so I probably will not watch that until tomorrow because <laughs> I go to bed yeah, early. We, we won't be watching it tonight either. But yes. I'm, uh, but yeah, no, I'll definitely be watching it. I'm Same thing. It's not going to be any more than like probably eight episodes or something. How are so. you watching it? Do you have cable? Yeah, we have YouTube TV, so we record okay. it. Yeah, that's, that's how we watched it too. I wasn't sure because I like, I was like, crap, like... I don't have cable at my house and my parents don't have cable, but we both have YouTube TV. And I was like, how are we going to watch this? I Googled and it was like, and you it's can on watch- Hulu though, too. It's on Hulu, but you have to pay for like, I think the base, basically like the equivalent of like YouTube TV, but like Hulu's YouTube TV. Oh, really? To oh, get I didn't it. know that. Yeah, because yes, we tried. And, the and then Hulu I was TV like, oh, my, my only other like idea was like, let's try YouTube TV. As long as YouTube TV has FX, then we can watch it. And of course they did. Yeah. So I was like, thank God. And we had to watch yeah. commercials because we didn't record it. We were watching it just on like on demand or whatever. Oh, are but you like, recording it now, though? 
Uh, probably not, but we will. Oh, well, you should, so you don't have to do the video on demand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we fast-forwarded commercials, so. <laughs> yes, but no, that's definitely worth the watch. Can we um, talk about one more that's not on our notes, but, like, that you did tell me you started watching today? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. that you started binging, and, like, not just watching, binging. Oh, yeah, I went through, I watched three episodes of <laughs> Sexy Beasts today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god, this—it's awful stuff, and you have to watch it. It's but hilarious. is it like—is it like better or worse or like the same as what you would expect? If like we already knew what the show was going to be about, so like, is it what you expected quality-wise or like worse well, or better? I think I thought it was going to be like a legit dating show, like where all these people were like going to be getting to know each other week after week. But that's not the case. It's literally a twenty-minute episode of like a guy going out with three girls or a girl going out with three guys. And so like she like, so example, the first episode was a girl going out with three guys. She meets all three of them at a bar, has a conversation after that eliminates one of them. Then she goes on a date with each of the other two. And then basically after that date picks, which one she wants to date I mean but none of them are actually gonna date that's what's so stupid these people have met maybe a total of like two hours like like it's totally a rip it's a rip off of the masked singer but they're like trying to make it into dating basically right I mean I guess but it's like you're not trying to guess who somebody is it's like not at all the same thing besides the fact that they're wearing masks but so is it just pure dumb like it's not even worth like is it even worth me watching like do you think I would like it because it's so funny no you probably (laughs) won't because you don't like anything but it's super like just cringy where you're just like oh my god these people are ridiculous it's still like I said it takes it's one episode is 20 two minutes at the most yeah it takes like no like you can you can binge half the season on a lunch break yeah, that's what I did. I watched the three episodes <laughs> on my lunch today. So that was exactly so what So one, one more lunch break and you're done. Yeah, so it was like super easy, quick. I was just like, te- that's why I was texting while I was watching it. I was like, you have to watch this stuff. It's so ridiculous. I need to but try I to start it with my watching. sister. I feel like my sister would like find. So, okay, so you're going to love this. My sister's housewives obsessed too. Yeah. And and I used to be. I used to be I used to be a way better TV watcher like before my phone existed and like social media and stuff. So I used to love like Housewives and stuff and she still does. So she's been holding out on the new Salt Lake City episode uh-huh. because she wants to watch it together and I really do too. Like I really do want to watch it. Like I want to get like back into it. But like uh-huh. I want to like get into it. Like I want to like watch it like when I have time to watch it and like enjoy it and like understand okay, it's been who out the, for like three days how come you guys haven't I know. watched it yet so we've been watching um a couple shows with my parents what uh, so last night we watched what we just talked about american crime story and then we watched shit what did we watch with my parents oh that 9-11 documentary on uh-huh. netflix i already watched yes. it by myself but i was like it's so good like so so good so we watched that yeah. together so yeah and also, it's not something that my mom or, or my dad are going to want to watch. So we're like, well, we're yeah. going to need to like go into like our room and just like watch it. So we are talking about watching that tomorrow. But like, I am excited to watch Salt Lake City. I feel like Salt Lake City is so new that I, I don't have that far behind to go to catch up. And I've already watched mm-hmm. a few of the first season. So if I can, I want to watch like, I want to do it out of order. I want to watch this new episode that's out because it's out now. 
I don't want to have to wait and get that far behind. But then yeah. I want to go back and like watch the first season, season and then be up. Yes. But I can do that in like a week. I can do all of that. Yeah. You if I put my that, mind to won't. it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you put your mind to it. But yeah, no, the <laughs> premiere was so good. Oh, my and God. Everything I've read, like, leading up to the season is just like, this season is going to be crazy. Yeah. I, I don't remember who it was. Somebody that follows me on Instagram, um, when I had posted I was watching the premiere on Sunday night, um, she was like, wait, so should I be watching Salt Lake City? I was like, uh, yes. She was like, oh, she's like, I just didn't know if I should watch it. I haven't, like, heard that much. I was like, uh, yeah, one of the castmates, like, got arrested, like, during filming. I was like, of course you should watch it. She was like, somebody got arrested? I was like, yes, how do you not know this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't even watch it. Like, that's what makes me want to watch is because of, like, that event, you know? But, okay, so question, like, quick question. Like, let's not deep dive into it because that's a whole other episode, but... Yeah. Not not counting Orange County and Beverly Hills because I feel like just part of living. First of all, they're great those franchises, anyways. But also, mm-hmm. living in Southern California, you're probably leaning towards choosing one of those as your favorite. So, if you could not choose Orange County and Beverly Hills as a favorite, what would be your favorite franchise? Well, up until this season, New York has always been my favorite franchise. Okay. Um, and then this season, Beverly Hills, I've actually thought was much better than New York. Um, but that's just because of all the Erica Jane drama going on. Yes. Um, but like Salt Lake City is becoming like, I don't know. I love, like I said, I watch all of them. So, but like New Jersey is a good one, but that hasn't been like a top fave in a while. I would say New York is like what consistently used to be my favorite. Okay. But, um, it typically, I feel like. Some of the casts get a little stale, and so it tends to... My favorites tend to bounce around. Like, I'm not consistently, like... I love Orange County because I feel like you're, like, part of it because you, like... Live, yeah, you're like, you I know, eat there, I go there. You know where they're going and things like yeah. that. Exactly. But, um, but I think as an outsider, I think Orange County has been, like, one of the worst the last few years. A little boring. But, um, yeah, but I still love it. So, but, like, New I, York, you would say, is, like, your long-term, all-time favorite? Um, yeah, probably. Like, but there was a time where Orange County definitely, I thought, was amazing and was, like, one of the top ones. So, it, like I said, it changes every couple of years. But New York, overall, I would say consistently, long-term, has been a fave of mine. Nice. I feel like this could, like, just talking about the housewives in general, once I get more caught up, could be, like, so many more episodes because there's just so much to it. And then there's, like, crossovers and, like, just, like, I'm, like, I think it would be fun to ask everybody what their favorite franchise is. Because everybody has a strong opinion. For sure. And I think, yeah, you just have your, everybody has their franchise they connect to, I guess. Exactly. I love it. I've been watching it since day one. I commit way too much of my life to it. <laughs> it is, they knew what so, they were doing when they started that. Yeah, That's for I'm sure. Like, it's like 15 years of my life. I won't get back. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of drama. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really drama. Um, so I decided this past weekend or a couple days ago or whatever to ask on Facebook and you did as well. What are things that annoy you on social media? Because yes, there are social media is annoying. Just like, let's just be clear. It's freaking yes. annoying. But 
even saying that it is in general annoying, like things that annoy me don't annoy you. And nope, things that me annoy and you definitely yes, and things that annoy you opinions. like I'm like that doesn't annoy me. So I'm like, that, and that's everybody. Like things that annoy you may not annoy the next person, and it's just that's part of social media. Like there's some days that will go by, and you talk to more people on social media than you do in real life. Yeah, you know, so that's just part of For social sure. media. So we thought it would be fun to ask you guys what are things that annoy you on social media, and let us just be clear, we received quite a few responses we are not even going to be able to put a dent we're going to go through a lot but we're not going to even put a dent in the amount like let's just put it this way y'all are annoyed like (laughs) all of us are annoyed with all are annoyed because we we basically we both added things from our like we have a notes page when we record right just to like kind of help us guide through the episode. And so we were like, okay, let's both put like our response, you know, like our responses we want to discuss in there. And Laura texted me later today and was like, oh my God, there's so many responses. How are we going to get through this in like an hour episode? I was like, dude, I know. Like people are annoyed. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of them we left off a lot. Of, and to be fair, a lot are, um, were repeats. And I'm going to go right off the bat and say that the first one we're going to hit is probably one of like the top responses we got and is actually perfect because we can kind of tie it into something else but it's it's the hey girl messages it's the messages but it's it's two different things it's uh multi-level marketing as a nutshell but it's it's getting those messages from a girl you haven't talked to since high school and She's like, hey, girl, I saw blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just, and then it's automatically going into wanting to sell you something. And I think that's part of it is is it's not just like, oh, my God, your page came across my thing. And, like, I remember we, like, went to this one party in high school and it reminded me of this thing. It's always a sales pitch. Yes. And a lot of times, which I, I know it's been a huge issue in the past. I don't know if this is still a big thing. But I know one of the big things, it was a big target with, um, I think Beachbody was one that I know was accused of this a lot, was girls that are just reaching out to um, basically women, like, hey, I just saw you had a baby. I could help you lose that baby. Kind of like these women who could be going through postpartum and all of these other issues and stuff. And you have these girls just trying to, like, sell product, like, to you. It's awful. And even, so, I mean, it very much so is MLM and pyramid schemes like Monet and Young Living and Beachbody and all of those. But, like, not to mention, I was going through our Wine Over Matter comments today on a certain post. And this girl commented on one of our posts, our most recent post, I think, it was like, I just want to tell you, like, I've been loving your podcast so much. Like, you're so oh great. And I was God. like, I was like, who I is this girl? I meant to text you. Yes. And she and never followed she our page. She doesn't even follow us. She yeah. doesn't even follow but us. She did the token, like, I'm going to like five of your pictures and comment on one. And yeah. like, and I was like, no, that's not how you do it. Who and taught you, you that her, that's how you run a business? And when you go to her page, she's a quote unquote coach for something I don't remember what health but coach yes. or something yeah yes and she I know I saw that same comment I was like oh how nice a new follower and then I look I was like except she doesn't follow and she's probably never listened to our podcast no and that's that's the annoying thing and if it's you're like, listening where right now like, I'm sorry and we appreciate you <laughs> 
I don't think she does. But like, that's the annoying. Like, where do people get their business advice from? Like, if you're going to try to own a business where like you coach people on health, their mindsets or wellness or whatever, like if you're going to cold call, reach out to strangers, aren't you going to try to get to know the stranger before you ask them or like pretend you care about? You're not even going to give them a token follow. I know. Before you pretend it's, to give a shit about them? Like, I yeah. just, I can't. Like, who teaches we, these people? But okay. But speaking we got to get into We got to get into we it. We have to get into it. We, we got to go into a side piece. We can't, we must take a break from the things that annoy you. And we got to talk Lula Rich. Holy crap. If you guys aren't, we're not even making this either of our flavor of the week, even though I wanted to, because I knew we were going to both want to talk about it already. But this is Steph and I's flavor of the week on Bonus. steroids. <laughs> you guys, if you're not watching Lula Rich yet, it's four episodes on Amazon Prime. And ah, uh, so good. It's so good. Like, if you've ever, I would say if you've ever been a part of an MLM and like you went into it like with a stream that you're going to drive a Cadillac someday that's pink and like go on cruises your whole the whole rest of your life and then that never played out and so now you have a bad taste in your mouth about them or if you're just annoyed at every girl from high school in your life that's selling Monet hair products or Lulu I, I don't know what whatever young living oils or whatever and you're like I'm so over it like this is the documentary for you like first of all it exposes it, it, a specific company in Lula is it Lula 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 Row. Lularoe. So it exposes that company, but it also, like, you watch it and you're like, why am I thinking of every multi-level marketing company that I've ever come across in my entire life? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have a couple pair of Lularoe leggings that I bought from friends that were selling (laughs) Lularoe at one point. And... They do feel amazing. <laughs> do they really? I've oh, always yeah, wondered they, because the patterns I mean, have like never been cute. Like that was always my thing is I'm like, who wears this? Like they're like oh, yeah, crazy no, patterns. I have, a, I have like two pair, like I have a Disney pair Aww. and then I have like a, um, like it's just a mu- very muted, like it's like a pattern, but it's like not one of the crazy patterns or anything. Okay. And it was like years ago, like I've owned these leggings forever and they did, one of the girls said they feel like butter, and they really do. They're very soft. But um, I also went into deep dives about this company because I started hearing about a lot of this stuff, and I found a website that was, like, breaking down LuLaRoe and stuff. This was at least, like, two, three years ago now, probably when they were doing all of this documentary, and it's fascinating. This family is shady and, like, insane. It's wild like I I guess I completely had thought LuLaRoe had like gone away because of all of this I didn't realize that there's still a business that's operating I went to their website and I looked because I was curious I was like oh no I can join and I can start selling LuLaRoe today and it's crazy I thought completely they had just completely gone away but I guess that wasn't the case I can only think of one person off the top of my head and, and like even really thinking that I remember selling this stuff and it was one of my friends from um like right after high school I was friends with her and she was selling it like crazy like every post she had was like her feet on the dashboard of a car on a road trip with her husband like Lulu and it was like uh these are like the ugliest leggings I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life like 
How do people buy? Like, they're so, like, for me, I just want every single pair of leggings I own to be black. Like, that's mainly yeah. my thing. So they go with everything. And I'm like, who are, who's buying these leggings that are just, like, random colors? It's so awful. It was insane. Yes. And so when they did this documentary, that was the first person I thought of. And I went to her page and I was like, I'm curious if she's still selling. And she's not. She's doing amazing. She's lost a shit ton of weight, just like the healthy way. She's like walking and hiking with her family, whatever. But she's she didn't go to she didn't go to Tijuana with she did uh, not go to Tijuana to get weight loss surgery. No, (laughs) but I also was curious. And on both of my pages, I went on my authentically staff page, and then I went on my personal Instagram page because I was curious who that I follow follows Lularoe. You know. Uh And on yeah. my personal page, nobody follows them. So my even my friend that used to to sell their products no longer follows them. And there was a handful of people that follow um, on my office. But whatever. I mean, people follow a million companies. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that you sell them, you know. But yeah. um, it was just like mind-blowing. Like if, like if MLMs run, rub you the wrong way, like I'm pretty sure they rub almost everyone on the planet. Like I would say like 90% of the planet – is rubbed the wrong way by MLMs and the way that they do business. Like, you need to watch this documentary. <sighs> well, first, I want to ask you. So, have you ever sold anything? I'm trying to think of I've ever sold anything. Um, so, be, so, the only thing I can think of that I've, like, come close to selling is I did get... I had a friend that did Beachbody. And she was actually... She wasn't even my friend. She was a friend of a friend. Uh And she did Beachbody. She was a mom of three. She had a daughter and two twin boys. And she was like ripped and she ate so well. And I've always struggled. Like I've always, first of all, I've always struggled with like exercising regularly and then just eating like healthy, normal foods like is also a struggle. So I was like so inspired by her. So, and that's the thing that sucks about Beachbody is like, you have to go like go bigger or go home. So you sign up for a whole entire year, right? Like a hundred bucks for the year to watch all the, to gain access to their videos or whatever. So I did that and then they put you in part of their group and I wasn't selling it at that point. I was just like the user or whatever. I don't even know the terms that you use. So then as you're like in the group and in the group and like, this is part of being a good coach or a good Uh seller for a company is you constantly in your face post about the product all the freaking time. So she would constantly post about drinking Shakeology every day. And I'm uh-huh. looking at her going, yes, you do the workouts and you look and you do them every single morning at like 4.30 in the morning because you have three children and you still find time. And then you also drink this shake every morning and you look like this, like I probably should start drinking the shake. So then I talked to her and I was like, I think I need to start drinking Shakeology for breakfast. Like I think that'll be good, like for my breakfast or whatever. And she's like, well, you should sh- you should sell Shakeology because if you sell it, you get a discount on it. Mm-hmm. But then it costs you money to sell it. So it's it's this whole like scheme. Like they well, all not are to schemes. mention Shakeology tasted like ass. And because <laughs> I tried it once, it was so I hated them. It was not and great. Wasn't it a fortune? Like if I remember it was correctly, so wasn't a expensive. bag of it like a hundred and twenty bucks or something? Yes, and it would last it was you like a month. Ridiculous. If you drink yeah. it every day, it would last you like a month. It was so dumb. And I do remember I got my sister and I think one other person, if I remember right. So one or two, I can't remember. People yeah. to sign up under me, for, but for the same reason, not not to be like, oh, I'm cashing in big, but because. So, like, basically, when I started Beachbody, my sister wanted to start. And so the girl I was doing it under was like, well, sign her up under you, and then you get the credit. I was like, cool. 
And then I think one of her friends did the same thing, and then they both tried Beachbody, and so they they turned into sellers basically which like you don't even necessarily have to sell it yeah you just like pay a fee to be a coach and then you get a discount on the product so it's like it just almost doesn't even make sense but that's the most like mlm that i can remember getting into what about you okay so i have done a few i'm so curious Um, so the first one you will have never heard of and they're actually not in existence anymore um but it was a um, they started as just a children clothing brand, but then they also had like clothing for like women and men as well. Um, and I got super into that cause I had a friend who was doing it that this is the thing, like the first two that I did, I never felt well, of course it has the structure of like, you want to build your team. And cause if your team's making money, you're making money, that whole thing. Um, but I just, I never got some of the gross vibes that I have gotten from, Another company I'm going to mention, as well as, like, when you do watch this documentary. Um, The second one I was a part of was Origami Owl. Do you know Origami Owl? Is it jewelry? That's the jewelry one. So I did Origami Owl, actually, for at least three years. Um, I probably had anywhere from eight to ten people on my team. Um, I never really tried to... It was just people. I never tried to really build my team. I felt like I was making okay money just selling it. And I didn't feel like, and I, I was doing okay with that. And it was, I was bringing in like good money at the time. It was super popular and it was fun, extra cash. And same thing. Like I never got like gross vibes from them. Um, but then I had a friend who got me and um, when I first started losing all of my weight, Um, she got me into it works Mm. and that I, so I started doing some of their different like supplements and stuff. I started taking those with me. And so while I was doing that while losing weight, it was like a perfect formula, but it's like, okay, were any of these actually helping me? Because I was already like doing, doing the the work on your own. Yeah, exactly. So I felt like they were helping, but whether they were or not, I don't know neither here nor there like that was definitely like the gross vibes that you get from LuLaRoe I was getting that where it was just like the main focus was like team team teams teams like they would rather you be like building people and adding people to your team than like selling the product and they were wanting you to do so much every month and all this and then I remember, so it was one of my um, good friends at the time. She was the one who got me selling it with her because she was doing really well with it. Um, And she had, she lives in another state. And like, truly, like, she had the girl who got her, who got her on her team. They became like best friends. And it was, she was, they were literally like inseparable. The second she wanted to quit, and a girl mentioned this in the Lula Rich documentary, like, as soon as she quit, nobody talked to her again. Isn't that unreal? Yeah, it's like as soon as she was like, you know what, like, I just want to focus on my family. I'm not like, this is I'm not just happy doing this anymore. Like, I just think I need to take a step away. Nobody talked to her again. And these were people that she thought were like her best friends. So clearly these authentic, uh, these businesses are not authentic. And you know what annoys me is every once in a while on Instagram, like I'll get like boss babe type quotes coming up in yep. like my my um, for you page or whatever Instagram calls it. And there's always these quotes that come up that that are like, if you're my friend, you will support my business, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, 
in my mind and personal opinion, you might disagree with me and our listeners might disagree with me, but buying in to a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme company, which they're technically not, but I mean, people have their opinions and my opinion is they are buying into any of those companies and then expecting your friends to buy nail stickers, young living oil, beach body memberships, Shakeology, any of those kind of things. And then telling you that you're not my friend if you don't support my business. First of all, it's not your business. You bought into it and you're selling their product for their business. Like, I I don't know if I'm getting too out of control right now, but like, it is not a business. <laughs> like, it's not. I mean, for some people it is. For some people it isn't. It's, I mean, I don't know what we're going to use as the definition of business, but I mean... I also know a couple people who are multimillionaires you in do. a multi-level marketing company right now. So it's but like, do you do you think that's hard work that's gotten them there, or it's when they started in the company? I do think they were fortunate enough on when they started. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not part of it. I can't tell you exactly why they are where they're at. And but I mean, these. It's just what I what makes me nervous about all of these multi-level marketing companies is it's fantastic for these small less than 5% of the people who do it who do become like successful people who are pulling in Millions. like 50,000 100,000 a month. Yeah. But and they're quitting I I mean I just think about this one girl. She was like in my upline a few levels up in Origami Al and she was easily bringing in probably 30 to $50,000 a month. Like this woman insane. was raking in the money and I know she quit her job. Um, she was, she think she was a teacher or something. She worked at a school. I don't remember what she did. And, um, but I'm like, but I know she doesn't do it anymore. So obviously that money wasn't like, okay, so now you've like stopped like your life. And then, I mean, you can't possibly think that this is going to be, like I don't know any multi, I don't know any of these multi-level marketing companies that while they may be very successful for 5 10 years like are you doing this for 40 years like yeah. are you, these aren't careers like I mean I just everything runs its course it does so yeah like I said I know I mean I know two people personally who are very 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 successful in their multi-level um, marketing company that they're with but I, it's not the usual. No. <laughs> and that's what makes me sad is it's like you do, sometimes it preys on the, on these companies do prey on these women who um, don't have a lot going for them and they don't know what they do and they're looking for that big break and they build this fantasy in your head and Well, because they all, minimal. they all tell you too, like. Are you tired of working a career? Are you tired of leaving your kids with a nanny? Are you tired of cleaning your own house? Well, then do this and you can pay for all of it. And it's like, like you said, that's not the reality for most people. But I've also been suckered into the idea of it. And like I watched like one of my um, friends is into Monet right now. And she does decent like by no nowhere. She first of all. Her husband makes enough money that she doesn't need a career, but like, so she does it for side money, but she does. Okay. And, um, but she like her upline, like I see who she tags and like, I'll click on their pages once in a while. And I'm just like, Uh 
they live like this like crazy insane life where they take like private jets to like their event in Vegas or Atlanta or wherever it was and they announce it and she's in like a ballroom dress and like they just give off like this idea that like if you join this company whatever company it is that you're going to be able to quit your job be home with your kids and run a business and take private jets and redo your home and go on vacation every day of your mm-hmm. life and it's like mm, if if that was the case why would we not all be doing it yeah but they make they use so and that's another thing about the documentary is lula Rowe used social media that was their marketing strategy with their salespeople or whatever was to use social media and when you are scrolling through social media and you do see that somebody's doing something and doing well and they were able to quit their job and they're able to do this now when they couldn't before or whatever that makes you like you have like they make you believe that if i can do it you can do it too yep and that's not the case for everybody I feel like we can have a whole conversation. I mean, we could have just said forget all of these other things and let's just talk about multi-level marketing for this whole episode. But um, let's try to just like bang through some of these that y'all have been annoyed by. Um, The game invites. I feel like those that was definitely Facebook. And I feel and like that they've definitely kind of died faded down. out. Yes, I haven't gotten I one think, in a long time. I think Facebook got the memo that people hated that. Um, so, to my knowledge, I don't think that exists anymore. But I don't know. Um, being added to groups on Facebook without being asked, I agree with that. I um, I never would just add someone to a group. I would always ask them first, or like if you like if you were like, hey. Like, when I told you, when you were talking about hardcore on the floor, I was like, will you add me to the group? Like, yes. I would never just, like, add, because then you start getting all these notifications, and it's just, like... Super annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say the only groups that I can think of that I get added to on Facebook right now without being asked are multi-level marketing stuff. Like, there's people, yeah, for, there's people from work that will have, like, nail parties. and then Yes, it's, it's the parties. Like, that kind exactly. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, being tagged in a post that has nothing to do with you or not, or not even a photo that you're in. I have definitely had people that do that. Actually, I can think of one person right now off the top of my head. He does it all the time on Facebook, and it drives me crazy. Like, he'll, like mention like something and it's yes it's let's say it's even something about angels baseball he knows i love angels baseball so he thinks he tags like 40 people that he knows like angel okay we're following you on facebook if we want to comment on it we'll see it and we'll comment on it (laughs) don't tag me don't involve me in this post see i feel like i don't ever get that on facebook but when i read that comment i thought more about instagram because it's kind of dwindled down or maybe i'm just not being tagged on things anymore But there was a period of time where everyone realized the algorithm on Instagram was changing. And now Uh not everybody wasn't seeing your posts and everybody wasn't seeing your story. So what are we going to do? Oh, my gosh. And so people started tagging like 30 people on their new recipe or their new post or whatever. And we're like, Uh it was like expected that you were if you were tagged in the post that you'd go like interact with their post. Which yes. is fine. Like, if it's one of, like, your friends or something, that's fine. But, like, you started getting tagged by just, like, kind of random people. And it was very much like a do this for me. Like, I'll probably never do anything for you. But, like, I would love for you to do this for me type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's, like, 
And I'd rather just like have it come up naturally in my feed and like it if I like I, it and move yes, on if I don't, I do, you know? I do remember that being kind of a thing. Um, it seems like that's died down a little bit. It too. does. I agree. Yes. Yes. Um, somebody said long stories. So like when you see like a million dots at the top. Yes. That's um, when I do see that I, you don't even know how fast my finger moves to tap through. Like I don't <laughs> want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, for me, it depends on who it is. There's definitely like people I do listen or, and watch. Is there anyone you I seriously don't. will sit through like 30 stories for though? You. I don't do 30 stories. But I'm just saying, if you did, like, that's what I'm saying, is there are certain people I would, and there are certain people I don't. I feel, yeah, like, I feel like, I feel like I would for you too, but I feel like if I get to that and I see that with somebody, I'm like, I can't. Mo- because, honestly, the worst part of it is that most of the stories are them just talking to the camera too, and you're like, for real? <laughs> you just yeah. sat there for 30 stories long talking on your, <laughs> like, come on. Some of them are pretty bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um... Somebody said vague posts, like a picture of you in a hospital bed with no context. This is definitely more Facebook. Yes. I always have said, like, people do it in their stories, though, too. Yes. But definitely, like, Facebook is definitely, like, where you want, like, like, the sympathy, like, oh, what's happening? But then you don't want to tell anybody where Facebook, like, Instagram people tend to share more in general. And, like, people tend to have more strangers as followers on Instagram where like Facebook is more like actual people that you know where it is more dramatic you know so this is annoying like if you're in a hospital like if you go into like the hospital for like appendix surgery or something and then you take a picture of yourself in the hospital bed and you post it and all it is is a picture of you in the hospital bed with no context like obviously your loved ones are going to care about what's happening to you and then when you don't post any context it's like asking for drama and that's annoying (laughs) And there's even a Urban Dictionary term for it, and it's called va- <laughs> it's called vague booking. Oh my god! And it's uh, no, this I think this was probably our number two after like the multi level marketing stuff. I think this was the next one that people were like annoyed most about, and it's so fun. I reshare it every year because it makes me laugh. Like twelve years ago on Facebook, I had posted something like, "I just heard the most exciting news." I hate that I can't tell any of you or something stupid like that. And it's just like, oh my God, I hate myself every time I read this. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that is very annoying. We got quite a few, between the two of us, we got a lot of that is my biggest annoyance is the big post thing. I know one person was like, I hate half-assed posts. Like my life is over. Okay, but tell us why. (laughs) Yeah, like, could you give us some context? Like, what is it, you know? Yeah. Um, and say, Don't and say, say you have a secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I have a secret, but not telling. Like, I have something to share, but then you don't share it for, like, two weeks. Like, then why did yeah. you tell us now? Like, do you really think we're that obsessed with you that we're holding on for two weeks under your secret? Like, yeah. calm yourself down. Um, <laughs> when people post something, but then say they don't want advice. Yeah, that's annoying. So, um, yeah, when people like post something and they're like I feel this way about this and don't even comment if you don't feel if you feel differently it's like I kind of see both sides because I'm like you are choosing to follow that person right yes so you you could know how that person typically speaks or what they talk about and if it pisses you off that much you don't have to follow them so that 
therefore, no, you don't need to send them a DM or comment on their post about what. But at the same time, you choosing to speak about something on social media is asking for other people's opinions. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. But I think, I see, I see this more as me being like, okay, for example, like, um, like you maybe just like you talking about like something going on in your life, you're venting about it. And then like you basically, you're just like, sometimes you're just not looking, which I agree with that. Like sometimes you're just like, you want a place to vent. But you're not looking for the unsolicited advice. Yes. So I think that's, like, the big thing is just, like, there's... Sometimes you don't want, like, the unsolicited advice, and I get that. But, um, but yeah, there are people that I ha- I do follow that I know say that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we've even said that on the pod... Like, there's sometimes things that, like, I don't want to talk about on the podcast because I don't want unsolicited advice. Or, like, yeah. or we have gotten unsolicited advice and we're, like... Hey, look, like, we're not trying to offend anybody, but we're just trying to post our own, like, personal experiences and things we've gone through, and we feel like we share a lot. Like, it is a double-edged sword. Like, you put a lot out there, so by putting a lot out there, you should expect a lot of opinions back. That's just part of it. You're putting a lot out there to strangers that you've never met. And then on the flip side, if you're a stranger and you're continuing to follow somebody that you don't agree with what they're saying, then maybe just hit the unfollow button instead of arguing (laughs) Like, it's a very, like, double-edged sword, you know? Yep, I agree. You know what? This episode's getting long, Steph. Let's take a quick break. If you need more wine, go get it. Um, But yeah, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. As we are getting back into the groove of going back to work, we're looking for super convenient meals to help us reach our goals. That's where Real Good Foods comes in. Their products are high in protein, low in carbs, and made from real food ingredients. They don't use processed flours and everything is 100% grain and gluten-free, which is how they keep their carbs so low. They make food for every occasion. Breakfast sandwiches, poppers, enchiladas, pizza, and more. The bacon-wrapped stuffed chicken is my personal favorite to just throw in the air fryer. So whether you're on a keto diet, trying to cut back on your carbs, or just looking for a healthier option, these are a great way to help you stay on track. Follow them on Instagram at Real Good Foods and order online at realgoodfoods.com. You can also purchase their products at Costco, Walmart, Target, Kroger, and other grocery stores nationwide. And we're back. We are back. Um, so back to these. God, there's so many, you guys. So um, I, can, I can share another one that a lot of people shared. Go for it. Um, the too many, this or the same product being pushed by a lot of people. So this happens a lot in our WW community. Um, Uh and and the two examples that people shared of the products the most often were magic spoon cereal and June shine, which is like a, um, what is June shine? It's like a kombucha or something hard. Okay. I was like, I've heard, I heard of it but i actually haven't seen that one advertised a lot the one that sticks out to me a lot for people i follow is dime beauty i feel like i've been seeing i feel like so i've never seen dime, dime beauty oh my it's gosh it's crazy so here's the thing is um people follow like first of all they're a part of a social media agency or there's just a like if you see a lot of what is that skincare product that starts with a t called Tula uh, or whatever. Tula, yeah. Yeah, like, so it's either a company where, like, that is their marketing is social media, and that's why you see so many people is because that is how they, like, Built Bar. Like, Built Bar, social media is their marketing. Or there's these marketing companies that work with groups of people, and that is in our WW community. There is somebody that owns a marketing company and works with 
a number of influencers in the WWE or used to be WWE, just the community that most people follow. And that's why you see so much of it is they all are part of this marketing company, social media marketing company that gets a cut of whatever they sell. And so they all sell Magic Spoon cereal and they all sell, um, what did I say? June Shine. And they all sell, I'm trying to think of what else. There's like a protein bar. I don't know. Butcher Box. Like Butcher Box is another one. Like there's these things that they all sell because there's one person kind of in charge of it that works with these influencers that happen to all be in the same community. And that's like why you see, but that doesn't just happen in our community that happens in all over social media, you know? And I've always told Laura, true story. I've always told Laura, I'm like, you know what? If you feel like just like going Richter and quitting your job and doing something, you know what I feel like you'd be so good at? I feel like you would be so good at running like a social media marketing agency (laughs) and finding like, but like not just like people where you're like, oh, they have a lot of followers. So like, I want to use them. No, like legit real people that like you agree with their content, whatever. And like hooking them up with deals and finding like these great companies that are like, you know, honest, good companies that you really love. And you find these people that like you would love to work for. Like I've always told Laura, I feel like you would be so good at that. Like, that is your calling if, like, things ever go south in higher ed. So. <laughs> I hope not. I hope I hope if I'm leaving higher ed, it's my choice, not theirs. <laughs> um, this one is always a popular one for people, too. Uh, the When somebody is like, everyone's been asking me about dot, dot, dot. And then you're like, absolutely people, nobody. You believe it. Some people are like. Nobody asked you. Well, it's funny because like TikTok started like funny videos or like Twitter even where it's like nobody, absolutely no one, not yeah. a single soul. And then it's like influencers. So everybody's been asking me about like yeah. totally. <laughs> and also the funny thing with this too is question boxes. So sometimes influencers will do question boxes where it's like ask me anything. And then uh-huh. they an- they answer like random questions like what's your paint color on your wall? And like, what time do you wake up in the morning? And like stupid stuff like that people actually yeah. ask. And then there will be a random question where it's like, I would love the link for the outfit you wore three Thursdays ago. Could you please post it? And then yeah. all of a sudden, like, like really, like yes. nobody, nobody asked you about the outfit you wore three Thursdays ago. Like you're posting yeah. it to try. Yeah. Like that drives people crazy. And it is, it's funny because it's becoming more obvious that like it's, nobody For asked sure. you that like it's definitely there, you <laughs> it's so true there is one girl i follow um and she does a lot of sponsored content but i really like her so it, when you like someone a lot those things don't tend to bother you a lot as much but um she straight up does question boxes and she'll be like hey i'm i have a little bit of free time for the next hour like what do you guys want links to and like she straight up just will do like sponsored link after sponsored (laughs) link but she's like being honest about it she's at least like all right what do you want links to and i don't know how many people are asking for and how many she's just like firing out there but at least she's being honest (laughs) and then again and and this is funny too because this goes back to like social media period like social media can be like a terrible awful place and an annoying place like we are talking about things that annoy us on social media right like that's annoying that somebody would spend an hour posting links that you're requesting so that they can make money off it. But then again, like we are responsible for who we are following and whose stories we're watching and what we're purchasing off of social media links. So like it really goes, comes down to like social media is what you make of it. You know what I mean? Like, 
like if you love that because I follow people too that post things like that all the time and like sometimes I'm like hate watching their stories and I'm like oh they're driving me crazy and sometimes I'm like they're a genius this is the new way that we're marketing products today like this is this is not how we did things 30 years ago. This is how we do things now. You can't hate on them for that. Like we're evolving. But social media is what you make of it too. So you can't let something annoy you too bad if you're choosing to continue to follow it. You know? Yes. So. I agree. Um, oh, another one was showing colors oh. with a filter on. So like if you're showing okay, your nails. This one pisses me off a lot. Why? Because like if you're really like. I, there's a DIY home page that I follow and they're constantly like showing me things that like, like have a filter and it has a filter. I'm like, okay, but I want to actually see what that paint color is. Yes. Like I I would agree. I thought, I thought you were going to say it, it pisses you off because you put a filter with your nail color or something and that people are mad. I was like, Laura, you don't even do that though. Oh no. That's, (laughs) I honestly, the hardest part of taking a picture when I get a manicure, if I want to post it, is that I feel like it's not accurate. Because I want it to be yes. as accurate to the actual colors as I can. And But yeah, no, there's uh, some people that you follow and they're like, especially people that are telling you about anything that the color and the shade is very important. Don't put a filter, please. Well, and I think people have the most problem with this filter issue when it comes to makeup tutorials and skincare yes. like when they're pushing skincare trying to trying to tell yes. you I use this face wash and it's changed my life so please go buy it but you have a filter on that clearly makes you like if I had a filter on right now I'd look so good you guys I look like George Washington right now like my hair <laughs> air dried outside <laughs> and like I'm telling you like I can't be the only person that looks like this with air dried hair like tell me I don't look like George Washington right now okay well I look can like we a, screen I'm gonna screen of- I'm screenshotting like a picture. I'm a right now. Okay, wait. Look really quick. We're screenshotting a picture so people can see that I looked like George Washington right now. <laughs> You're the cutest George Washington. <laughs> but I mean, don't look like George Washington and then put a filter on so you don't. Like, I'm still going to look like George Washington if I use that product tomorrow. So that's crazy. I would um, say the the so, two that oh. I did you feel like any were targeted at you like when you read anybody's responses were you like oh I do that like I'm sad um yeah my friend Lisette's my friend Lisette she put and I'm calling you out right now Lisette because I know you're <laughs> listening she was like I don't she's like photo dumps annoy me I was like cool I do that she said boomerang cheers I was like I always do that how do you not and do then, a boomerang cheers you what? How do you go out for a cocktail and not do a boomerang cheers? <laughs> exactly. I don't even know how to not do that. I was like, I was like, Lisa, you're going to have me so self-conscious anytime we go out and I'm going <laughs> to, that I can't do. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, her and I have definitely done boomerang cheers. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Like there was definitely a day we went out drinking all day and stuff and there was plenty of boomerang cheers. And now I'm feeling very self-conscious about that whole day and then she said also ig's dedicated to pets or kids and i was like cool because as soon as i get my puppy it's getting its own ig too so <laughs> so I, p- apparently you're not going to want to follow him anymore remember Lisa, you choose what you follow on social media. <laughs> the kid the kid thing i get because the kid doesn't really like i mean well it's also post- creepy to have a, an account like, dedicated just to your have kid. it dedicated yeah because that's i mean 
they don't really have a say in that. Like you posting pictures on your own personal thing, I get that's like a different thing, I guess. But but it's my pet. If I want a nice Instagram for my dog, I'm gonna have an Instagram for my dog. Yes, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I would say the two that like struck me the most where I was like, oh, they're talking about me are politics, obviously. Like I <laughs> I go like in and out of talking about politics. I don't talk about every single thing that comes up about and that doesn't mean I don't care about it if I don't talk about it. But, like, mainly, like, elections. Like, when an election is going on, I do talk about it. And, like, that is, like, my thing. And I talk about it. And, like, that also is, like, I can see how that would annoy somebody. Um, I've lost a lot of followers, though. Who cares? Or, like, like mute my feed or, like, unfollow me or something. And, like, if it annoys you, it annoys you. But it's clearly important to me. And I'm sure there's things that are important to you that aren't important to me. So, like, either just don't watch my stories during that time or meet me or something. But whatever. Like, I basically have no apologies for talking about things that I think are important to me. And while we're saying all of this, like, while we're making fun of all of these things that are annoying that people do and everything, at the same time, if somebody's really making, like, you that upset about something on a regular basis, unfollow them. Yeah. Because at the same time, these are our Instagrams, these are our personal lives, and it's really up to us how we want to share it. So, And it's not personal. Now, now if you, Laura, being my best friend decided to unfollow me tomorrow because I posted something that like annoyed you and pissed you off then like maybe I'd take it more personal because like we're best friends like you couldn't have like talked to me or just like muted me or something but like if you're following somebody that you're not even friends with in real life and they're kind of a stranger or they are a stranger and you've never met them and you're like you know what it's time to cut it off it's time to not let this person and what they have to say or what they do or like what they post annoy me every day and I'm just gonna quietly unfollow and not make a big deal about it then like that's the way you should go about things on yeah. social media with strangers. So there's nothing wrong with that. The other thing I will say that I totally felt like I was called out for was somebody that said, you use a Canva template, which like, don't we all <laughs> like if you're going to post any kind of like marketing or like quote or anything like you're going to use a free app that gives you free templates. So Canva gives you free <laughs> templates and they're like, and then making it look like you wrote the quote yourself. So like, what I think this person meant was like you use a Canva template and then you make it look like a Twitter feed, kind of like your Twitter quote. Uh And then like you post your text in it, which is what I've done for like months or like even like a year now or something. And I was like, I feel so called out and like so (laughs) self-conscious now. And I'm like, does that drive people crazy? Like I need to know, like I will make my quotes look a different way if that drives people crazy. (laughs) Like, does that drive you crazy? No. Yeah, like, I, like, that doesn't drive me crazy, but that's, but again, that's, like, what annoys one person might not annoy another people. I tell Laura things all the time that annoy me on social media, and she's like, that doesn't annoy me. She's like, you need to let it go. That's so annoying. That's, like, so, like, yeah. like I'm annoyed that you're annoyed. (laughs) We are never all going to get on the same page of, like, yes, every single item we've gone through today annoys us all, and we are all unfollowing the same people, and we are all, like, in this, no, because... What annoys you might annoy me. And it's just like literally social media is annoying, period. It's so yeah. great, but so annoying at the same time. Um, you know, what? I just With keep that- looking at George Washington right now. <laughs> I can't let it go. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I've had to be looking at that thing for the last two hours. Oh, my God. I better have time to straighten my hair tomorrow. <laughs> um, 
I feel like we still like hardly got through half of this list, but I think it's time to move on to a dramatic Tinder reading of the week. I think so too. <laughs> hit, it, um, hit us with it, Laura. All right, I got two for you today. Ooh. Um, this I didn't screenshot. His name got cropped out of it. Um, let's see. So I can't say his name or age or where he's from, but he starts off his profile. This is on Tinder. F politics. This is a hookup site. I'm here to hook up. And this is all an extra capitalized with like asterisks and stuff. It's very dramatic. Oh. And then he's in the next no cash app payments. I don't know what that's about. Only fan models. F off or swipe left. Okay. No <laughs> single mom. That's kind of like a lot of asterisks. He uses that. Like, <laughs> he just throws them in there. I think he uses them instead of quotes too. Oh. But anyways. Okay. No single moms. If your children come first, why are you here looking for dick? If you dye your hair a color that's on the box of fruity pebbles, swipe left. If you have a number of piercings that can trip a metal detector, swipe left. We have been in lockdown for almost 18 months. Why are fat women still so fat? By the way, being vaxxed is not equal to being attractive. What? First of all, what a dick and what a prick. And like nobody's taking you seriously by that. And second of all, why does it remind me of MBM's roommate's girlfriend? <laughs> like, why, I was like, and, colorful hair? Check. OnlyFans? Check. Like, <laughs> like literally his roommate's girlfriend. Like, uh, this is so weird. And when did anybody say anything about being vaccinated means you're attractive? Honestly, I think it does, though. <laughs> So like, <laughs> oh, I anyways. think this is somebody that's been hurt in life before and is taking it out on his Tinder profile page. Yeah, these like these guys that just go crazy like this on their profiles. I'm like, who who, who hurt who's you? Respond- who hurt you? First of all, yeah. <laughs> but who's responding to this? I mean, like, hey, like you seem like an amazing guy that I want. I totally with. agree. <laughs> Okay, you said you had two, so hit us with the other one. next one, we're going to go with Scott, who's 41. And this is what Scott, I think part of his got cut off, but let's see. Is it really that hard to be upfront and honest? Is it that effing hard? Don't get ass hurt when you are called out. What's up with only pics from the neck up or not showing your teeth? Then look, then think meeting you can skate but it'll be okay. I don't know what that means. LOL. Of course it won't. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Gotta love the swiping and not talking or ghosting, but yet then complain when it happens to you. Life's too short. Why are we waiting until tomorrow? Okay, this guy's been catfished. I don't even know what he's talking about. (laughs) He's basically saying like, okay, so you're going to pretend you're Barbie on your profile and then we're going to actually show up to a date together and you're going to look like you're, I don't know, like I don't even want to say anything, but like not Barbie or whatever. And it's like, first of all, you're such a dick. Like you totally got catfished. He probably like got catfished in the worst way ever. But again, like who do you think you're going to attract? Do you think you're going to attract Barbie this way? Like, do you think like, Barbie girl is going to be like, oh, this poor guy got catfish. Like, this is my man. Like, no, you're not well, going to attract anybody because you're negative and hateful and gross. Like, no. Yeah, and where the last the last guy at least made it clear he's looking for hookups. I think Scott actually wants a relationship, but he just said a lot of 
just very aggressive things. I just, oh. But I think the common denominator between both of them is like they've both been hurt really bad. <laughs> like it, it shows, you know? Like do, like do not go back on a dating profile until you've done the work to like get through your hurt and therapy or whatever it is, time, I don't know. And then maybe go back into the dating apps where you don't sound like a freaking crazy person by oh, writing that on your profile. <laughs> So speak, speaking of Tinder, we got Tinder. a dating we got a dating update. Okay. So you guys, um, as you guys know, like we had wanted Steph to try to find some people to talk to before she went up to Washington. She had a couple people, but like nobody that's been meh. they've been a oh, meh. It's been a flop. Um, I randomly got a notification of a match yesterday on Tinder for somebody and I open it I look at it I'm like this guy's cute seems like Steph's type he had a really good profile and I like right off the bat was like Steph you need to be talking with this guy and they've been talking nonstop for the last two days yep she texted me this morning actually you texted me last night but I went to bed at like 8 30 last night so I didn't get it until this morning and then you were like, then you finally started texting me back this morning and filled me in. And we're like, I need to hand this conversation off to you. Like, this now needs to be your conversation if you're okay with talking to him. And I was like, yeah, like, he sounds cool. So I've been talking to him all, like, literally all day long. Um, because I haven't been wanting stuff to go. Because if she goes into Tinder, because she doesn't pay for an account, if she goes into Tinder from her house... It'll switch up to in Washington. It'll switch her to getting all these matches in Washington. So like, it's like so much so that it's like, I don't even want to open the app if she's ever gotten a notification while I'm like at work because I'm like, I don't want to be too far from like where Steph lives or something like that. So I was just like, Steph, there's this guy. I think he seems pretty cool. You need to talk to him. I'm going <laughs> to give him your number and I'm just going to have him start texting you. <laughs> no. And he's been like, He's been so much just fun to text with. I mean, obviously, we haven't met yet. I don't know if, like, he really is who he says he is or anything. I can't judge him that far yet. But, like, just as somebody to talk to, like, all day long, like, the conversation's easy. The conversation's fun. We have a lot in common. Like, he, like, answers questions. First of all, he, like, you know how girls love when guys text, like, novels? Yeah, okay. He he texts, like, novels. Do you not love that? I love that because guys normally text like three words and you're like, actually, I asked you like a question and you're supposed to answer. (laughs) So he even like apologized at one point today. He's like, I am so sorry for typing you like a book right now. But he'll type like a paragraph to answer like my first question, my second question, whatever. And I'm like, oh, like this is like giving me life right now. Um, But but, um, no, he also we were talking about um, like this is my favorite part of the conversation. We were talking about, like, travel. Like, where have you traveled? Where has been, like, your favorite place to travel? Oh, we were also talking about sushi. So he likes sushi. I like sushi, whatever. And I'm like, where's your favorite sushi place? And he said, um, he named, like, a few. Like, he was like, I like Nobu, but I also like, like, this place in this city and this place in this city, whatever. And I was like, oh, I love Nobu, too. Like, the Malibu one is my favorite, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I haven't been to the Malibu one. He's like, I've been to the San Diego one, and I've been to the one in the Bahamas, And I was like, oh, my God, I've always wanted to go to the Bahamas. I've never been. And so he was telling me that he stayed at the Atlantis Resort. But, like, back, Uh like, I think this was, like, back when he was in high school or something. And I was like, I have wanted to stay at the Bahamas ever since Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen stayed at (laughs) 
the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas. Like, that has been, like, life goals for me since Mary-Kate and Ashley stayed there. And I'm, like, telling him, and he, like, totally knows what I'm talking about, though. And I'm, like, this is the greatest conversation ever. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, no, it's it's still, like, very new. I'm obviously not even home to meet him yet, but the conversation's been fun. He seems very nice. Laura definitely did her homework to, like, match with somebody and then pass. This is the first guy you've actually passed on to me, right? Because yes, you've talked to a couple, and you're like, well, no. Oh, well, that one guy moved. Yeah, right? there, one guy I thought was going to be good, He like that I wanted you to talk to, but he was saying he just got a job in Scottsdale. And then we got the guy last week who we thought was um, it was going well. And then you were like, let's just see like what he's interested in before like I give him my number. And then we asked, and he basically said that he wanted a hookup and he got a little vulgar after that. Yeah. <laughs> Told us said, how many inches well, it was. Yeah. <laughs> We're Somebody like, okay, can... glad, glad I didn't yeah. pass on the number. So yeah, yeah so. This, this new guy, what should we even call him? Just like, let's just call him new guy for now until we yeah, can like get think, a good name. I think we'll get a good, I think another week or so we'll be able to get a nickname for him, but yes, but for now we'll refer to him new as guy. new guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with that being said, Last week, we had shared that we got a Flavor of the Week jingle. We did. And I said, <laughs> I said we were going to play all of them week after week, and then at the end, we were going to vote, but there's a clear winner. <laughs> there's a clear winner. Like, Laura and I are like, we know who we're the not, winner is. We're not voting. Because, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not even going to play all of them. Well, I'm going to play all of them for you right now, but... We're not going to um, vote on it. We already we're know We're not going to vote on it. We have made our decision. <laughs> so like I had said, Annie had hired a guy. He did him. He, she had him do revisions like twice. And all three were just bad. And she was like, <laughs> I'm hiring someone else. This is just like not good. So let me let me play you the three original that she got um, that she got for us. Not great. <laughs> well, it was so funny because the first time we heard it, I don't even remember which one we heard first, but we were obsessed. We didn't even care. We just loved that we had a jingle. And like, even in its cheesy, like, not great glory, like, it was still amazing. We were like, we have a jingle. We were like, so excited. Like, no freaking way do we have like an actual jingle. So yeah, Annie was like, so I'll send this to you. But just so you know, like, I want it to be better. So she hired somebody else, and we now bring you our Flavor of the Week jingle. Yeah. Flavor of the Week. That's it, Steph. We got <laughs> I it. love it so much. You <laughs> Tell us you guys are not obsessed with that jingle. <laughs> like, my vocal cords can take a rest. Like... <laughs> We're not getting paid enough to sing, too. (laughs) No, Annie is the sweetest. Like, to even think about that and do that was just, like, the nicest thing ever. And I... 
cannot believe we have a jingle. Like that's the Seriously. best, the best day of my life. Thank you so much, Annie. You are the sweetest. I love you. Yes. We thank you so it. much. So now that I don't have to sing it this week, Laura. <laughs> or ever again. Or ever again. <laughs> Laura, what is your flavor of the week? So last week or the week before, I had mentioned, or we had mentioned, Annie was going to be making some banana pudding for our Labor Day party. She made it. I ate a lot of it. It's so freaking good. <laughs> so I good. decided that I needed to just share this recipe with all of you. It's Magnolia Bakery, New York City famous, their banana pudding. It's so freaking good. It's so easy to make. I've never made it, but she told me it was super easy. I looked up the recipe. It is super easy. And if you like banana pudding, like it's the best. I will be posting the recipe this week for you and save it, screenshot it, give it a try. Oh, it's so freaking good. You guys will not. It's like literally the perfect like if you have to go to a barbecue potluck or anything like just make this and people will be happy. Like you will be like the you'll win the barbecue. Like it's fine. Just make it. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So So. we have given Annie a lot of shout outs this video. Like Annie, you are on. What are you? What are you going to make us next so that it's the flavor of the week? (laughs) Um, So my flavor of the week, I've actually started a notes page in my phone because I struggle with like finding a flavor of the week each week. I'm like, I'm obsessed with so many things, but why can I not think of something in this moment? So now I have a notes page of like, so yes. you guys, you guys just wait. Like I have some good ones coming up <laughs> this week. I decided to go with the mascara that I use, which I'm obsessed with. It is I the, use it too. You do. I've seen you post about it too. It is the essence lash princess mascara. It's like five bucks. You can buy it anywhere like Target, Walmart, Amazon. I think it's even cheaper than five bucks on Amazon. It's yeah, so I've only cheap. bought it on Amazon, so, so it's so I cheap. Barely started using this mascara back around Christmas time because I was up here in Washington for Christmas and my mom put it in my sister and I's stockings for Christmas. She was like, I read somewhere on the internet that this is like the greatest mascara ever. And then she put <laughs> it in our stockings and I am obsessed. It is the best mascara. Like for the price. Even if it was, even if it was $30, it'd still be the best. Like, it's so good. I love it. It's, yeah, like you said, it's so cheap. Do you use the primer with it? I do not. Is the prime? is it worth using the primer? Yes. It's also like $4. And so for less than $10, you have the primer and the mascara. And I love it. The primer just gives me lots of good length and volume. And then you just throw the black on top of it. Oh, I love it. I need to try the primer. I need yeah, to. Yeah, just buy it. Mas- only a few The mascara is like, yeah, you guys you guys will be obsessed. Just And even if you're not, like, it's $5. But I'm telling you, you won't not be. It's that great. Yeah, I discovered this mascara was, like, trending on TikTok. I want to say, like, around Christmas time last year. I wonder and if my mom I... watches TikTok. Because <laughs> that's how I found it. I found it through TikTok. And I loved it. It's so good. Yeah, so for the price, I was like, I have to just try it. And that's what I've been... I'm on, like, my second one right now because I love it. Totally. Okay, speaking of being... um, Are you... What... How often do you buy new mascara? Do you use it till it's gone or do you replace it? I would... I'm not a replacer. I use it until it's just about gone. And then I'll get a new one. I how should be a better mascara replacer. usually a lot... How... I would say I'd say I go through like three or four a year. 
definitely don't go through more than three. I think you're... I remember reading something ridiculous on how often you're supposed to replace, and I was like, ooh, I do not do that. No, I don't either. It's um, fine. Like, I would never remember when I opened it. Like, even if I did... Like, if I opened it today and replaced it on Thanksgiving, I would, like, never remember, like, when I replaced it. So I'm just like... As soon as you start seeing that it's, like, harder to put on, like, it doesn't go on as, like flawlessly or like you have to dig deeper in the bottle then I'm like okay time to buy a new one and that's where I'm at the stage with this bottle right now I'm like okay like why I was like it's so cheap like why am I sitting here trying to like get (laughs) Get every every ounce ounce out of there like it's kind of stupid but yeah no I was just curious I don't know how how long people go with their same bottle of mascara so I was just curious I'm definitely not good at it yeah but anyways we good we good all right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you all for joining us for this episode. A reminder, as always, um, let's go through these. Our private Facebook group, go search Club Wine Over Matter. Put in a request to join. Also, if you're a Big Brother fan, be sure to check out the bonus episodes that Courtney and I have been putting out. I think we've been putting them out on Fridays lately. Um, you can also follow her, Coco Loses. Um, we only have, I think, three episodes of that left. It's over at the end of this month. Links to all of our socials, including links to our flavor of the week, can always be found in the details of the episode. For those of you who listen on Apple or iTunes, please, 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 please go give us that five-star rate and review. Give us a follow on Instagram at Wine Over Matter. Follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches. Follow Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers! Cheers!